Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the BizFluencer podcast. I'm your host, Donata White. I'm a content and social media marketing expert. I'm also the CEO of Coffee Date Media. We're a content production and social media marketing agency in North Carolina. And we're back after a few weeks, a little break here at the agency. We took a little break to get our team prepared for some awesome content that's coming up for the remainder of 2021 and also into 2022. So we had to take a little pause in order to get prepared for that, but I promise you guys it is going to be worth it. The very first topic in this amazing lineup is today's topic, which is why you don't need a ton of followers to get clients. This is actually a larger discussion about vanity metrics in general and what you should and should not be looking at when it comes to tracking your analytics and why, what's important, and how to decide what metrics are key for your business and pay attention to those instead of just getting caught up in how many followers you have. So let's talk about what vanity metrics are and then what your actual metrics are. Vanity metrics are metrics that look impressive, but ultimately aren't solid indicators of business income. That's the shortest way I can think of to say it. So for example, the number of followers you have, the number of views your videos get, the number of likes unaccompanied by other engagement metrics. Now these things aren't totally unimportant. They're not meaningless, right? They can be indicators that you're doing well. If your marketing strategy is on point and your content strategy is correct, meaning you are posting content intended for your ideal audience member, your ideal customer, and your likes, your views, and your followers are growing, that means that you found the right audience. That's a great thing. But the truth comes out when you try to convert that audience into customers. And those metrics are not necessarily good indicators of whether those audience members will convert into paying customers. Here are the metrics that are a little bit better indicators in our opinion and our experience as an agency. Engagement rate overall. So not just your likes, but also the comments, the shares, the saves on Instagram as a percentage of your total following. So what percentage of your following is actually engaged with your content? Another metric we like to track is the percent not following. This is a metric that you can track on Instagram on a post by post basis. So if you go to a post and you go to your insights for that post, you will see a percent of your reach, the post reach that was not following. So the percent not following number is an indicator of how many new eyeballs each piece of content is hitting. And that's where your growth potential is. So every time you post a piece of content and someone who's not following you sees it, that's growth potential. So we also track that for our clients. The number of direct messages is also important because those are very, very highly engaged audience members. Number of website clicks, number of email list or freebie opt-ins, number of sales calls booked, and number of product sales, number of actual conversions. All of these things are better indicators of whether your audience is primed to become customers or not, not just the number of followers or the number of likes. Because remember, as a business owner, your ultimate goal is conversion. We always have a conversation with our clients about their goals when we're starting a content strategy with them, but this is a point that we have to hit on with every single client because they come to us thinking we're social media experts and all we care about is the numbers on social media, but that's not how we're built and that's not how we operate as a company. We tell our clients conversion, affecting your bottom line is our ultimate goal. Many clients come to us thinking they want a certain number of followers on Instagram in particular. I don't know why Instagram is the thing everybody wants a ton of followers on, but they want a ton of followers on Instagram and that's normal. Everybody who runs a business wants a big pool of potential customers. I totally get it. 
Obviously, we as an agency can't guarantee follower growth numbers because there's just so many things, so many factors that we are not in control of. We can guarantee a banging content strategy, and we can guarantee that we're optimizing those posts to the gods, but we can't guarantee that a certain number of people are going to follow you by a certain date. So obviously, we tell them that right away. And side note, anybody who promises you a certain number of followers by a certain date or within a certain amount of time is almost certainly lying to you or buying the followers. And that is against Instagram's policy. We never do that. We could talk about buying followers some other time, but it is a bad, bad strategy. You can get your entire account shut down. Plus, bot followers don't buy products. So ultimately, again, that number is totally meaningless. It does not mean anything when it comes to your bottom line as a business. So typically what we tell them is, listen, I know that you want followers and we're going to do our best to achieve that goal for you, but I would rather you have 1000 highly engaged followers who are going to actually become customers than a million followers who don't buy anything. And typically they agree. So once we have that conversation out of the way, we can move on to what we think actually matters. And that is what they want social media to do for their business in particular, what they want social media to do for their conversions. So do they want people booking sales calls or discovery calls with them? Do they want traffic to a certain page on their website? Do they want a more targeted audience for an upcoming launch? What is it that you want social media to do for your business? And if you're anything like our clients, what's going to serve you best is a targeted audience of potential customers, not just a massive number of followers. And this is where the distinction comes in and why you don't need a ton of followers to actually have a ton of customers. Because in our experience, when you create your content strategy in a way that's meant to create the biggest number of followers to the account, you're actually doing the opposite of what's necessary in order to create the biggest number of customers in that pool of followers. So consider when you're creating your content strategy, what action you want your followers to take when they see your social media presence. Do you want direct conversion to a certain product? And this works best with sort of lower priced or mid-tier price items. Do you want increased number of sales conversations via DM or do you want increased number of booked sales calls? That is also a thing many of our clients want. Do you want conversions to an opt-in or to an email list? What is it you want the social media strategy to do? And do this on a post-by-post basis as well. Are you trying to generate engagement among your followers? Are you trying to generate a certain outcome when somebody sees your post? Do you want them to opt into something, book a call? Do you want them to buy something? What is it that you want them to do when they see the content? So the reason you don't need a ton of followers to get a ton of clients is because the real relationship between followers and income is not directly correlated. So it's not linear. It's not the more followers you have, the more income you're going to have. So here's the example that I like to use. And I use this in the Bizfluencer Bootcamp as well. There was an influencer who shall remain unnamed in this podcast who had something like 2.3 million followers. And this following, I mean, obviously super large, but fairly engaged from what I could tell from my research. And she was launching an apparel line. Well, the manufacturer of this line required 36 pre-orders of a certain item in order to produce the rest of the product line. They needed proof of concept and in order to cover their costs of creating this line, they said, we need 36 pre-orders. Well, this influencer posted about her apparel line and did not receive 36 pre-orders for this item. That is a 0.0016% conversion rate. 
this influencer could not manage 36 pre-orders with 2.3 million followers. And there are a lot of potential factors here. I don't want to paint this as some sort of failing on the influencer's part, although there's probably more she could have done to retarget and prime her audience for this launch, but the apparel line could have been a mismatch with the target audience. So price or looks wise, it could have just not matched the audience that she had built. The marketing for the pre-order could have been lacking. She could have posted about it once and figured, okay, I'll get 36 people to buy just posting about it one time. So she could have lacked the necessary marketing campaign to do this pre-order. A lot of those followers could have been bots, purchased accounts, unengaged followers, or they could have just been international accounts who couldn't buy the product anyway because they were ineligible for shipping. So there's a lot of things going on here that could have been the problem. But even so, even with a totally random, untargeted audience of that size, we would expect that our clients at Coffee Date Media would be able to exceed that conversion rate just every time. And the reason she didn't is that the product or the personal brand didn't match the audience in the way that mattered. So the number of followers was not an indicator of the level of income that she would make on that launch. There are very specific characteristics of a high value follower that actually matter when it comes to building an audience full of potential customers, because that's our goal. Remember, we want conversions. We don't necessarily want vanity numbers. And when you're building for conversion, there are a couple of characteristics that you're looking for in your followers. Number one, they're engaged. They regularly view and engage with your content by liking, commenting, saving, and sharing. So somebody who's engaged with your content is somebody who is paying attention, and this is somebody who likes what you're doing. And if your content is targeted toward your customer, somebody who engages with that content is potentially a customer. So it follows that somebody who's highly engaged is interested in whatever it is you're going to be selling to them. Second, they're targeted. They have the problem that your business solves. Let me say that again. The second characteristic of a high value follower is that they have the problem that your business solves. This makes them likely to purchase the product or service you're marketing. And here's why you need both of those characteristics. So for example, if you're an interior decorator and you have a following of 5,000 people and there are a ton of people engaging, you've got a great engagement rate, but all of that engagement is coming from other interior designers they're missing one of the two characteristics. Yes, they're highly engaged, but they don't have the problem that you solve. They do not need your help with interior design because they can do it themselves. Followers who are both targeted and engaged are the goal. And the reason for that is because 1,000 targeted engaged followers are worth more to your business than 1 million random followers who are not targeted and engaged. So here are the metrics to look at in order to gauge whether your audience fits these criteria. Yes, look at the number of followers. Look at it. If it's growing, you're doing something right. But also look at the engagement rate. How many of those followers are regularly engaged with your content? And I say engagement rate because I don't mean just the number of likes. I mean the number of likes as a percentage of your following. The number of likes, comments, shares, and saves as a percentage of your following? What is the rate? How many of those followers are engaged with your content? Not just, do I have a lot of likes? Do I have a lot of comments? To get an idea of how targeted your base is, also look at website clicks, opt-ins, saves, and shares. Those are very high value 
engagements that you're going to want to look at. If you're getting a lot of those or if those are increasing, you are doing something right to build a targeted, engaged audience. Here's how to build that engaged, targeted follower base. And these are just some general tips that we use at the agency, things that we work into our strategy with our clients, things that you can do right now to switch up your Instagram strategy to make it work for your business and not just try to get the biggest number of followers possible because as we know, that does not necessarily mean that you're gonna make money in your business from Instagram. So if we wanna build a conversion-focused strategy, here's what we do. Number one, create content that speaks directly to your ideal customer and repels other people. So you have to try to appeal only to your ideal customer. If you try to appeal to everybody, you're gonna to appeal to nobody. You're gonna be so vanilla that no one is gonna to want to really engage with your content. Yeah, sure, they might double tap and give you a like, but they're not necessarily gonna be that high value audience member that you're looking for. So you have to take a clear position on your area of expertise in order to attract people who agree with your positioning and repel people who do not. The people who are attracted to that are gonna see you as their favorite expert in your area of expertise, and the people who are repelled are just gonna clear out your audience and make sure that only the people who love you and agree with you and love your position on things are coming and being drawn to your audience. So you're not just building a massive following, you're building a targeted following. So here's your action items. Here are some things you could do to actually start creating this type of content. Share an unpopular opinion that you have about your niche. This is a really fun one and people love weighing in on unpopular opinions. So share your unpopular opinion. That's a post that we like to do for a lot of our clients. Directly speak to your audience about who your ideal customer is. If your audience can't tell whether they are your ideal customer or not, tell them who that ideal customer is. What characteristics do they have? Remember that people on the internet don't know things unless you tell them. So if your audience doesn't know if they're a potential customer of yours or not, if they're the type of person you typically work with, tell them who your ideal customer is. Who do you work with? What are their characteristics? What makes them the perfect person to work with you? Talk about that in your content itself. Another fun one is a my business is not for you if post that categorizes the people who should not buy your product or service. Just like you would talk to your audience about who is a good candidate, talk to your audience about who is not a good candidate. Here's an example. The Bizfluencer Bootcamp is not for you if you're not ready to invest time in your social media strategy. This tells people who are not ready to invest the time, hey, you shouldn't work with us because we're gonna expect you to do this. We're gonna expect you to invest that time into your social media strategy. And it also makes people who are not clear, who aren't sure whether they're ready to invest the time think, huh, am I ready? Is that something that I'm prepared to do? And finally, it makes people who are ready to invest the time mentally opt into that yes, I'm ready group. So mentally, if they read that and say, yeah, I'm ready to invest the time, they're already closer to becoming a customer because mentally they've just opted into your yes, I'm a customer group. So they've placed themselves in that basket just by asking them this question. So the my business is not for you if post is a really valuable one for having people sort themselves into customers and non-customers. Here's another thing that will help you build an engaged, targeted follower base, and that is engage first. If you want a real engaged audience, you cannot post and ghost. You need to engage first. Set the tone for your social media presence, guys. You are the leader here. This is your party. You need to set the tone. Engage with everyone who takes the time to engage with you. So here are your action items for this step. 
Number one, reply to every comment and legitimate DM you receive. Yes, I know there's spam, I know there's bots, go ahead and delete and block those. But everybody who takes the time to legitimately interact with you should receive a response to the best of your ability. I know there's time constraints. But as much as you can, reply to every single comment and DM. Build real relationships with your most active followers. DM them, thank them for their insight, thank them for their comments, their engagement. As you get to know them better, you can actually tag them in content you know they're gonna like. So build those real back and forth, two-way relationships with your most active, engaged followers. Another thing you can do is ask for engagement on your posts. Remember, people on the internet don't do anything unless you tell them, so ask for engagement. People on the internet need instructions. Ask by posting a question in your caption, by saying leave a comment below, by telling them, hey, save this for later or share this with a friend, tag a friend in the comments who needs to see this. Ask for the engagement that you're looking for. Tell them to click on the link in your bio or send this to a friend. Whatever it is you want them to do, ask them to do it directly. Never miss the opportunity to give them instructions for the next step. So another thing that you can do that's a little more proactive, and this is actually something we teach inside the BizFluencer Bootcamp, is that you can proactively seek out and engage with people who you believe are your ideal customer. Go to their profiles, leave them likes and genuine comments. Don't just spam them with comments. And if they reply, send them a DM, start a conversation, start that relationship. This is something that you as the business owner can do proactively instead of just posting and hoping that they find you. You can actually reach out to people who you believe are your ideal clients as well. So it goes both ways. And if you want to set the tone of high engagement and a real community on your pages, you've got to set that tone first. So go ahead and engage first and you will receive that engagement in return. Another thing you can do to build that active, engaged, targeted audience is get on video. I don't know why so many of you are still waiting to get on video. Video is so valuable when it comes to building an audience of those targeted, engaged followers. Video posts, IGTV, stories and reels and TikTok, all of these video-based formats are a way better way to show off your personality and attract your audience than text only or even images. Social media is meant to be social. People are ready to engage with people more so than they are ready to engage with faceless brands. They are there on social media to engage with other human beings. So showing your face, showing your personality on video shortcuts that process and allows your audience to know, like, and trust you a lot faster than just posting images. Posting video is always gonna shortcut that process and make it a little bit easier for them to get to know you, which makes them like you and trust you a lot faster than any other post format. My last tip for building that engaged, targeted audience is bring the value. And I know you hear this one all the time, but it is true because if you provide a very specific type of value that your ideal customer is looking for and you provide that value on social media, that is who is going to be attracted to your account. So you need to target your value to the person you ultimately want to become your customer. So create whatever it is they are looking for on social and they will come to you. And here's a few things we've seen work. Informational graphic carousels, those do really well for saves and shares. Step-by-step -step tutorials and video demos do really great for saves. And again, those videos are also great for likes and engagement as well. And anything that's gonna make your ideal customer wanna save the post to use it later. If it's an inspirational caption, if it's a quote that they're gonna wanna use, or if it's a graphic with a step-by-step -step process that they're gonna wanna use later, anything that's gonna make your ideal customer wanna save and come back to your profile over and over is gonna be a hit for building that targeted, engaged audience that you're looking for. So. 
That's it. The number of followers doesn't indicate success or income in your business. It just doesn't. That's not the metric that we're looking at. There are tons of other things we can look at as an indicator of your business success. So instead of those vanity metrics, we want to look a little deeper at the metrics that matter, ones that have a closer relationship with conversion, like engagement rate, website clicks, and uh, I don't know, sales? (laughs) Sales that are actual conversions, things that show that your following is not just there for the fun of it, they're there to become your customers. And the key to building an audience of those types of followers is doing all the things we mentioned to make sure that they are engaged and that they are targeted. Those are the two characteristics of high value followers that we're always looking for. The number of followers doesn't matter, the number of engaged, targeted followers is what matters. So that's all for this episode of the BizFluencer podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another amazing episode. If you're on YouTube, be sure to subscribe and leave a comment. And if you're on any other platform, Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever it is you listen to podcasts, be sure to leave a rating and review. If you can, it really does help us out. And we'll see you next week. Bye.